Hello everyone, welcome to yet another episode of the FM Times podcast and this time I have a very interesting guest with me and I say interesting because she is doing work on an area where very few people have really made the endeavors to do the kind of work she's doing and I'm I'm really excited and honored to introduce Cindy Herbison who's the CEO of the Global Alliance of Facility Management Innovators that itself sounds like a daunting task Cindy Firstly, welcome to the FM Times podcast. It's a pleasure to have you, and uh, I let you do the introduction and 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 tell us all how you sort of embarked on this daunting journey of really spreading the waves around the rise of FM tech, as we call it. All yours, Cindy. Well, thank you, thank you so much, Imesh, for having me. It's a real pleasure to be speaking to you. I've been listening to many of your podcasts and. Uh, I was always excited about the guests that you're having on here. So uh, yeah, it's an honor to be speaking to you here from the Thank exactly you. the Global Alliance of Facility Management Innovators, which is a daunting task. I can tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even our Global Alliance of Facility Management uh, Innovators, and that was, of course, before we called ourselves that way, hmm. was created out of that of this daunting ecosystem of startups that is uh, surrounding any industry, mm. you know. Mm. Facility management is our family business. So it's led by uh, my husband and his brother. And before that, uh, their father since the 80s already. And uh, it's a very well-known business in Spain. We have 8,000 employees. So you can imagine awesome. that uh, talking FM is like a part of our evening dish every day. Yeah. Drums in yeah. your blood. Yeah, it's dropped in our blood of my kids, for especially. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but back to that fear. Eh? I remember one day, three, four years ago, we were sitting at our Spanish family lunch. You know, Spanish family lunches, very loud lunches. And my brother-in-law, he says, you know, chatting. I'm like, okay, look at the hotel business, uh, what Airbnb is doing with them. And then Spotify, how it turned the music industry up and down. And Amazon, mm. how is it changing the retail industry? So we were chatting about all these sectors being messed up. And then one of the teenagers of the family said like, so who is going to bust the facility management industry? You know, Justin Bieber talking, and we laughed a bit about him. But that idea, it stuck in our heads the day after. We were like puzzled, you know, we had this worried feeling in our belly. And uh, yeah, we really thought if, if disruption is going on anywhere, what yeah. startups working on FM activities are being set up at this moment? What mm. digital business are out there disrupting FM? Who is out there able to bust our family business, you know? Mm. Mm. And after this feeling of fear, we decided to investigate the startup ecosystem and the open innovation concepts and things alike. And we realized that we were possibly standing in front of an amazing business opportunity. We, we saw a window of possibilities for our business to develop itself, you know, to boost customer satisfaction, to pick up mm. new energy from young mm. companies, to empower our teams, even mm. to differentiate from competitors and, and, mm. and, and to escape the cost stigma that is on FM, you know? Right. So my husband said, listen, Cindy, you speak six languages, you know the FM business, now make it happen for us to sit down with the best FM tech startups that are out there. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. 
And uh, I set up an innovation program to scout mature FM stack startups. And uh, awesome. yeah, we are working with various of them right now. And I can truly say that today our company is like the most innovative FM service provider of Spain eh, locally. And it's always in development. We're always looking for new tech partners to make our business stronger within other parts of our activities. Oh, that is super awesome, uh, Cindy. I mean, uh, you know, not everyone gets to overcome fear or at least have the flavor of the fear over a family lunch. I hope uh, more and more FM leaders, FM businesses have it. But, you know, that's commendable. A, the fact that you wanted to change the family business or I wouldn't say change, but at least make it better with the use of technology was a very welcome decision. And obviously that led down the genesis for you to start what you're doing. Yeah, because we did not stop there. On the way, while we were doing the job, we realized that digitalization of FM has no sense if we're doing it alone. You know, if the awesome. clients don't understand what is happening, for example, in an ecosystem, which is a little bit startup talking, eh? uh, we all influence one another. We're not silos in this industry. And digital transformation of an industry is a movement that makes an impact on all stakeholders of the industry, including on international level. We are now talking from two continents even, eh? Look at us. And, and tech is not only here, only for the well-known big commercial real estate companies. It's here mm. for all of us. So also for corporate FMers of any size, local, bigger or smaller service providers and, and, and consultants of any specialties. And it has its effect on the blue collar workers and, and the frontline cleaners too, you know? It has an impact on absolutely all of us in this industry. So after asking around a bit in our international network, we saw that there was this amazing interest in digital tech for FM, but that people did not have the budget nor the time or, or the mm. knowledge um, mm. to set up an innovation program from scratch, like we right. did, eh? and, and right. go through the same struggle that uh, we went through. And this is because startups are still quite small and, and not present in all countries or cities. And, and therefore they are not that easy to find. Fine. And yeah, FM covers also a very wide range of activities eh, from workplace management to cleaning, to maintenance, to waste management. And our conclusion was that the FM industry suffers from a thing that we can like resume in only six words lack of easy access to FM tech. Mm -hmm. And that's a very negative thing for the sector because we cannot be lagging behind the pulse of society. Digitalization mm -hmm. is in the pulse of society nowadays. So we set up the Global Alliance of FM Innovators for any FM wanted to start the digitalization in an easy way and, and, and without too much risk, you know? So mm -hmm. we are sharing our resources and knowledge with all facility managers who know that going digital is the future and a guarantee of survival beyond, let's say, 2024 <laughs> and whatever role she might be in. Eh? So for service providers, for corporates and consultants. Yeah. That's the entire ecosystem. Yeah, yeah the yeah. entire industry. Yeah. The other three players, apart from the newcomers, which are the startups nowadays. And, and, and I really dare to say that we now here at Innovators, we are like fearless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a 
a joke, but our members can be sure to be as close to digital innovation as one can be and ready to start a digitalization process or new services to their clients whenever they feel the time is there, you know? We have taken away this lack of access and we want to say to the industry, you are invited to boost your business and the industry altogether. Come in and search for the right partners in the FM tech ecosystem, yeah. That is awesome. I've always believed that prop tech, I mean, when you look at technology within the real estate, prop tech always sort of got the major highlight. It is probably far more lucrative than the FM tech. So congratulations on you and your team to really be picking up on this journey. And I think, you know, my next question, which sort of goes from, from what you've just said, you know, why do you think is now the time for facility management companies and leaders to look at technology and say, okay, we will bring technology into our business. Why do you think right now is the time to do it? Oh, for many reasons, Sumesh. If I had to choose, um, I would mention first the quality of the offering, which is now in the market. Startups mm -hmm. are really uh, doing a great job. They have uh, had some uh, years already of development. So now you can work with startups with a great offering at a great price and with the experience and financing mm. behind it. On the other hand, we are living in this unique momentum to look for differentiation of competitors. Okay. Mm. At this moment, tech still is the way to add a unique selling proposition to your business, right? For FM consultants, it's the same. Tech at this moment sparks new conversations and, and you can be the driver of these conversations and position mm -hmm. your company as the first one to innovate, let's say. So marketing wise, it is also interesting. And uh, then the third one, which is the most important one, we might not notice it yet all, but if you think about it, society almost forces us to get involved with tech if we want to stay relevant to our stakeholders. We are living in a society that is living like a convenience revolution. I don't know if you have heard of that. People want no. to have an answer or an hmm. info or a status update in two or three clicks on their mobile phone. That's the way life works right now, okay? It works like that when you buy something online uh, or with any digital tech that you have installed in your computer, it's click and you're there, right? And this virus, <laughs> Has, yeah. it, it goes to the wall. It is penetrating the FM business too, you know? So. The solutions that startups create work via that convenience revolution mindset, you know, mm. with three, four clicks, you go to an info and three, four clicks, you enter an info, enter data, two clicks more, you go into a dashboard Will you find these graphic reports of the key factors of the activity and may that be in cleaning or office space management or maintenance. Yeah? So mm. this convenience mm. revolution, which is like marking the pulse of society, we have to be there. We cannot mm. lag behind. Hmm that is probably quite conveniently sort of summed up convenience revolution i've i mean not probably paid attention to much on that particular word but now i would you know thanks for probably building upon the reason why currently is, is the time for fm companies to really look at technology and for me two points really you know one point that that largely resonates i think you spoke about the, the point of differentiation because you know and this has also been one of the aspects that we've learned from our customers or prospects who we talk to is that right now your conversations are largely around pricing, which is what's the value of the service that you're going to deliver in terms of the transaction, but very hard 
for the conversation to go beyond that and as you rightly said when you bring technology and something new in you a make room for conversation but you also sort of diversify you know beyond pricing which is fundamentally very important so having sort of addressed that question brings me to the next question for you uh, Cindy is a you yourself been part of a family run fm you have by through this alliance i'm sure you're talking to a lot of fm companies and at the same point in time startups and everyone else in the ecosystem is there a playbook that you recommend for fm companies or leaders who probably haven't really started or thought seriously around fm tech and and if yeah. they want to get started so what's your yeah. recommendation my recommendation first I, I, and this is one is for the absolute beginners as tina turner says we must not feel fear towards tech okay we are not in the 90s anymore you know our computer systems were complicated and only for the happy techy few i was not one of them i can assure you and it is now not at all necessary to become an expert in artificial intelligence or blockchain or mm. any of these tech buzzwords that might give some fear to a facility management and organization eh? it is a good idea though to dive a bit deeper into iot devices but it's not at all necessary to study it a full year now before starting a general knowledge is enough next thing in a playbook eh? if i were to focus on the service provider side and you would not be in food and beverage from the service provider side but normally our bi- biggest business divisions will then be maintenance and and in cleaning There are various solutions that we can dive into eh? from robotics to data driven cleaning to gamification for engagement for example and in maintenance there's normally a lot of workflow optimization to be done combined with IoT and QR codes and NFC tags and things like that and there are various startups to be taking a look at them all of them have their unique approach towards digitalization of asset maintenance some connect with an existing system that you have already set in place other totally replace it some are excellent for multi-site maintenance otherwise others are more industrial focused so every startup has like its own unique vision on the tech asset maintenance in there they specialize a little bit so the most important thing is to have a demo yeah. session with uh, each of them and talk about your specific needs eh? your business who, who are your clients what kind of assets are you managing and where are yeah. these assets and um, in our platform you can find the most relevant ones that are on the market now all mature startups and eh? no beginners mm-hmm. uh, people uh, who have already their renowned clients in the home market and are already starting to to go abroad yeah and it is important to realize that working with a digital solution goes beyond a one time transaction right so you need to find a partner you feel comfortable with mm. so mm. in your conversations look for people who have the same kind of vision on the business as you have and you feel yeah comfortable with that's important mm. so you're essentially saying that obviously a now there are a lot of startups and i mean one message is obviously if someone hasn't got started by now they should certainly get started and i think you know what i could hear is that there are a host of solutions available so you've really got to pick what you want to get started with first and then sort of slowly take it ahead from there and and one of the the most important points that i picked from the sanse that you've given is that 
which i think a lot of fm companies do end up making that mistake and not just fm companies larger companies in in that sense is looking at this this entire innovation sprint as a one time transaction which is often not the way to go around it i mean you learn as you go along it has to be a journey cannot just be one time interaction so that's really sort of you know helpful sindhi now that you've you you've suggested this is the right time there are a bunch of startups available it's easy for fm companies to get started more so if they have any doubts they can definitely come to the alliance which where where you do an awesome job in helping startups and fm companies sort of come together understand if if there is anything that they could do are there some easy pickings for fm companies which you recommend and say that okay based on your experience this could be picked up relatively easy versus something else like hard services yeah. versus soft services yeah well easy pickings i think the correct way of envisioning the choice of one fm tech solution or another is not so much in it being more or less easy to implement but mm-hmm. more on how big the impact is on your business Um, okay and when i talk about your business i mean both processes and people eh so digital impact on on your teams on on your clients via this digital tool that manages the process of course there's some low hanging fruit out there eh uh, easy mm. to implement with some quick wins uh, especially in the energy management area and it can be a good step to first uh, pick out some easier solutions and then start going from that but always think about the impacts that you want to make on your business and on your clients and then maybe going for the easy ones is not as convenient as it should be yeah that's that's interesting so what you're really suggesting which makes sense is, is pick the area of impact and what impact you would like to see either on your business or your client's business and then go ahead with it and you know as you rightly said probably energy management has been one of the use cases which has been around for quite some time and more importantly obviously there's a lot of push on sustainability especially over the last year or so that you're seeing but you know as in the conventional businesses have not been very good at working with startups and and facility management is as conventional as an industry as one could ask for you know would love to know what you've seen or what you think on it yeah there can be a clash of demographics uh, for sure sometimes that happens startups are different startups are very agile have a very quick turnaround in their contact with the customer well classic organizations well they have more this uh, hierarchical i hate that word mm. decision making processes and uh, and they need to take their time sometimes so that's mm. that, that, that mm. might be a little mm. bit elephant with the jaguar walking next to each other but at the same time i've heard from various facility managers that they were delighted with the excellence and prompt customer service they received from startups and scale ups surprised even that's also mm. one of these things that startups do and they focus a lot on customer relationship and giving this excellent customer user experience and this two click convenience revolution is dna so and that is something very nice to experience from the other side from from this elephant that walks slowly and heavily you know so that 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 agility is at the same time a very positive uh, thing yeah mm. obviously you're seeing some of the fm companies now getting comfortable working with startups or even being surprised on the overall outcome that's coming through so which is which is wonderful i mean i i think that 
certainly the uh, fm as an industry is still a long way to go when it comes to working with startups and finding that amazing pathway but but i think we are we're on in that journey as we speak so you know some of the key things you propagate to fms i mean on how to work with startups across the life cycle so any tips tricks for fm leaders and say all right guys here is how you work with startups across the life cycle I, I love this question. It's very important, okay? We have to get our FM hat from our head a little bit and, and put it aside because mm. we don't want to kill our innovation journey once we're on the go, okay? So mm. Mm, once you're in contact with a startup and you get that train go, let's not, let's not kick them out again because there are some problems in the relationship, you know? Facility managers are fear negotiators. Uh, and, and negotiations might be focused solely on the cost aspects and brought mm. back to a nickel and a dime per square meter managed and things like that. And, and that's a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake to not see the intangible value of digital technology, mm. how it pushes a business ahead, how it changes day-to-day -day work experiences for the whole team, how adoption of tech is leading you to the other one. It makes the train go slowly and bam, and we go ahead. It is key to envision that you are not only purchasing a solution from a startup, you are also buying steps forward. You are buying progression into the digital world of today and tomorrow, you know? And then once the solution is up and running in your business, you will notice that the digital tech partner will always be interested in how things are going. And I would really like to prompt FMRs to take advantage of that, you know. Startups work with feedback loops and they do this for continuous improvement. So just like Android and iOS on or any app on your phone are updated every now and then, your startup partner will improve their products based on suggestions and real life business cases that they come across with among their clients. Mm. You yourself and others, okay? Hmm. And that makes startups and you as a client consistently stronger as a player in the FM market. Yeah, hmm. I think that's key. I really love the way that you said that you're not just buying a software, you're purchasing progression and progression is the key over here that you keep on improving. And, you know, maybe just my personal experience as a partner to a lot of FM companies you're quite correct that there are 60-70% of the processes across FM as a business that remain the same. But you have 30-40% changes from one FM to the other. And as you end up working with multiple FM companies, you bring that knowledge uh, back to everyone and everyone benefits uh, you know, to a large extent. Not that you bring IPs, but, but that collective wisdom really goes far. And you're quite correct it takes time it does not happen overnight it's 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 not something that one can acquire sort of very easily so that's it very beautifully cindy i love the way you said purchasing progression which is is what really it is moving on to my my next question uh cindy you see so much you talk to so many people diversity is is always there from across different regions you're talking to different startups and stuff are there any major trends you're seeing? What are some of the trends that you're seeing in the market? Would love to know that. Yeah, well, as a keen observer of the FM industry and its startup ecosystem, what we see is that it's IoT all around. Yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Collecting data 
like crazy, all of us. The rise of energy management software, of course, because of the sustainability issues, climate action, as right. you mentioned before. Yeah. Then we've got, of course, the workplace management solutions for offices now that hybrid working is hot. And mm. And maintenance management platforms also that these are substituting CMMS for FM departments and companies that focus on maintenance. So maintenance is the, the, the main uh, part of the business. So in retail, hospitals, schools, and many more. Everything looks like there are only offices in this world and then workplace management solutions are like the most important ones. But that's because of the hybrid working discussion that is going on now. I mean, so many facility managers are working exclusively on maintenance. Yeah, what I say, schools, retail, uh, and hospitals, and any other installation out there. And in this last area, maintenance, there is a lot of room for growth and digitalization as its processes are complex and multi-channel in terms of communication with stakeholders. Yeah? And, and what I find particularly interesting is the concept of a solution being top to bottom uh, technology. It is made just the same for the FM director as for the blue color for workforce. And that yeah. is amazing. So that means that it's built to be just as convenient to use by the technician as by the FM department, as even by the boardroom. <laughs> all together in one uh, solution. Mm. And this is mm. key in any modern digital tech development. Eh? Uh, this is tech that takes care of all stakeholders in, involved. And, and tech needs to be easy in use for technicians as it has been demonstrated that if technicians and supervisors do not like the digital solution, if it does not give them clear advantages, then adoption rates will be too low and it will not be as efficient as it can be. And, and startups know this, this very well and focus a lot on making the blue collar workforce happy. Yeah. How interesting that you say that because, you know, recently I did a podcast with Salvatore from Belimo and we spoke a lot about human-centric sort of digital transformation where we spoke about the fact that you're saying that software or any digital technology or any technology should keep in mind the inclusiveness, uh, right? It should do the job that a CEO wants it to do and it should also be very convenient for someone who's a technician because I think we should bear in mind that a large proportion of the FM workforce perhaps does not have formal education or a formal degree. So you're really grappling with a, a quite diverse skill sets or perhaps the lack of it, you know, so that, that definitely becomes very interesting. And, you know, on the trends that you're seeing, IoT, yes, kind of still remains the buzzword. But there's so much use of it, as you say. So that, that brings me to a very interesting question to you, Cindy. What should FMs do? They should build, buy, or have a hybrid strategy. <laughs> yeah, well, if you are seduced by the idea of building the tech yourself as a service provider, I would suggest examining very closely if this really is for you. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself if this really is your area of expertise and think in what part of FM lies your core now. And also if you as a CEO are willing to go all the way, this is not something that you do in two days, eh? setting up a tech solution. Building a tech application nowadays is just not the same thing as in the 19th where you build a software and it would last for uh, quite some years. Digital tech is evolving amazingly quick and, and, and to stay 
up to date it's like a sport on itself you know and a startup who has this digital dna which is built knowing this and and accepting this challenge yeah they are compromised with with the process of this continuous improvement feedback loops and integration of the newest tech available now voice uh, to text for example and yeah. This also requires a constant stream of investment that is not too easy to compensate for a service provider. And that is one of the reasons that startups have always a global expansion goal for their business. Eh? Amortization of the software uh, setup costs and continuous improvement is made possible through application in many clients. And this is scalability also that the startup is looking for. You can simply not scale if you do not have a huge market share or you can share the solution with international subsidiaries of the same firm. And that's not an option for everybody. Uh. So, I mean, it's it's this FM service provider who knows very well the advantages of outsourcing too, no? no? I mean, cobbler, stick to your last. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is so much easier to look for a well-funded and renowned startup that has already has a good solution built up and then go all in with them, you know, and you have less risk or almost no risk. They do the job. And, and especially at this moment, there are some excellent startups waiting for your call to start collaborating. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go further, well, invest in them buying some equity if you like what they're doing and you believe in that you can also extend collaboration in that way the startups are still small enough to want to stick their neck out for you so grab that chance they might be too big in some years and won't let you that's interesting you know so are there any uh, examples that you you talk about investments talk, talk about buying equity Right, you haven't seen a lot of FM companies do that. You're obviously now seeing a lot of real estate companies do that. Brookfield has a venture, you know, you've seen very close collaborations back in the US with a lot of real estate developers as you just dovetailing uh, with, with, with startups. Any particular FM company or, or a group that comes to your mind when it comes to really taking it ahead and starting to invest and work closely with startups? Yeah, well, you've got the GLL technologies, for example, mm, but mm. also CBRE has a, a yearly contest with challenges calling mm. startups to come over. Normally, these are early stage startups, yeah. so yeah. they really are like first ideas that still have to be tested out there. It's this different kind of startup that we are working with. Okay. Right. For me, yeah, the bigger global or multinational commercial real estate companies, they, they run a different kind of FM business service provider the local service providers that uh, for a commercial real estate company the package of the building itself plus efficient and interesting fm service is their core business hmm. right tenants to please and to reach maximum uh, occupancy rates and they manage millions of square meters so they have the possibility to scale their own tech developments uh, and they have big names and big budgets to attract uh, smaller startups to come on board with them right and this is also why they invest heavily in prop tech and fm tech and and even create it themselves they set up innovation programs eh, like we said and uh, buy equity if they find them profitable and and they have their own buildings to use as a playground almost that eh, to have the mm. possibility to let any interesting startup 
pilot various months to see if something interesting is coming out of that test. And if not, well, that's okay. For them, it's not too important. The investment mm. over the whole business is just not crucial. Mm. And if they find among a hundred startups one interesting one, well, mm. they could include it in their service and you go developing. But that's not a thing, that's not a play that in general mm. in the F industry is available or an option for anyone. Hmm? We just do not have that power, right? The normal FM industry right. player. So that is also one of the reasons why we set up the Global Alliance of FM Innovators. You know, together, we are a more interesting target for the startup ecosystem. We are visible now. Mm. We are inviting startups to take a look at us. Hmm? And plus, being a, a group of like-minded companies within FM, we can share our experiences with working with that or that startup, for example. We can grow together in this. For the survival mm. uh, of our industry, eh? we think this is key. Do it all together. And yeah, we invite uh, other people to join us. That is super awesome. I kind of really like the way you put across that it's not easy for anyone to practice innovation at scale because it's always challenging. It's easy to get started, but never easy to continuously do it. And as you quite correctly said, that when you look at the likes of JLLC, BREs of the world, they have huge customers, more financial backing and a greater interest in, but, but then you also have on the other end of the spectrum, you know, just vanilla FM companies, I mean, who are not very big or may not be present in all, you know, beyond locally, they might just be present in one or two countries and stuff like that. So how do you really take innovation to them? Because the idea is just to take it to everyone and not to a select few. So I must congratulate you, Cindy, and the team. Uh, special mention to Maricel as well, because I think the two of you, uh, at least I know of, and I'm sure there are more people, you know, who, 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 are, who are trying to pull this off. So best wishes uh, to you, Cindy. Before we wrap up the, the podcast, any last minute thoughts for the listeners or any last uh, advice? for FM leaders? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Take a look at any webinar or information that you can grab out there. It's important to start looking and feeling this interest that you have for the apps on your telephone. Think mm. that you want to have, to have it in your business, okay? So that same agility and that same way of working, this same convenience that you feel in your personal life. Mm. Now think of that and try to place this situation into your business and how you as a company can give that same convenience towards your clients. And what are you doing for your clients? And what are you doing for the problems that your clients have and sustainability? Mm. Mm. Think mm. of a good package uh, and start working with startups to collectively make a portfolio of interesting service and innovative service to offer Yeah, your clients. I think that's an amazing way to start to put your thoughts on the right track, yeah. That is interesting. I think you've, you've really simplified it, made it very simple. You know, just, just to recap, Cindy, and for the benefit of the listeners, I think one, Cindy, obviously, so when Cindy talks about, uh, you know, uh, digital transformation, innovation, and facility management, she knows everything about doing it because she's done it for her own family business. So it's not that she comes from nowhere and, and starts to preach innovation. And which is very good in a way because, you know, often to externals, it becomes very easy and say this industry isn't changing or isn't innovating fast enough. Every industry has its own sort of 
a set of issues to encounter or barriers to cross. And I think as Cindy has put forward, the time is right for FM as an industry to, to look at uh, changing the way they deliver their services, augmenting it for better, for good, multiple reasons forcing that to happen. And as, as they say, you have opportunities, you have startups, you have the entire ecosystem that's blooming and you have an alliance that is wanting the FM and tech startups to come together. So there shouldn't be anything holding any of the FM company or leader back. So I hope and, and sincerely feel that Cindy's a bit of emotional, a bit of, uh, what should I say, forward-looking thought on why FM companies should really take this path and how they can take it, inspire some action. Please do look up on the internet on Global Alliance of FM Innovators. They've been doing an awesome job. As I said, there are not many. In fact, there are very few and probably Global Alliance happens to be one of the alliances which is trying to get the FM and startups together. So I think you'll definitely find a bunch of startups that you could at least be talking to and then figure out what you might want to do with, with them, which is obviously going to be an outcome of great conversation. So thank you so much, Cindy. Really appreciate you joining us this, this morning and yeah, hoping to have uh, another round of conversation. But Till that time, thank you everyone for tuning in and thank you, Cindy, once again. Pleasure to have hosted you. Thank you very much, Umesh. Thank you. <laughs>